retirement. So let's go ahead and talk about also just the current state of where we're at, not just SF, but V1 and U. push it just a little bit, I've heard that, you know, we're not going to do this, we're not going to do that, I mean, what are your, what's your thoughts about it? My thoughts are, I will think of nothing until it is said officially, because realistically, I could give less of a shit of, you know, if this will happen, this won't happen, until they say, like, hey, we're not going to do this, right. or we're not right. going to do that. Because at going to sleep and not losing my mind. If there's something that happens and we magically get a port or It's okay, because people think, oh, why would you just spend four, hey, it's okay if you only spend three, four, five years in the Navy, it's okay. It's certainly, it certainly starts you off, like, me being a fucking 18-year-old kid when I joined. Right. I did not know anything, I had really been outside the state of New Jersey for an appreciable amount of time, mm-hmm. and then in the span of about six or seven months, mm-hmm. I went from Jersey to Chicago to Florida right. to California to mm-hmm. back to Hawaii to mm-hmm. back to California to back to New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So, and now mm-hmm. I'm back in California, a state which I very much hate, especially mm-hmm. South Cali, but that's just a personal thing. Yeah. It definitely taught me about adulting to an extent because I bought my first car out here. I also crashed my first car out here, which was a whole thing on its own. I bought my second car out here. I pay car insurance. I do a lot of shit that most 19-year-olds do, but they always have that safety of their parents. Right, whereas, you know what, you're... The military's kind of told you, hey, you're an adult now, you need to get... We'll help you... But we're not going to baby you. You need to take care of your own shit. Exactly. And granted, that's how my dad's always been, Mm -hmm. personally, because, like, he... He 
kids grew up like that, just like, you will make your own decisions, you will be a man. And I'm like, okay. Right. So, it didn't bother me necessarily, but now that I'm here, mm. I'm really faced with budgeting, general mundane adult things that I was like, eh, I'll do eventually. Taxes. Fuck. All yeah, of that it, shit. Yeah. California is just one of those high-paying tax. It is the highest tax-paying well, state. I don't pay taxes in California, thank you. are lucky. Fuck, but Jersey state taxes are not that much lower than California. Get out of this state while you can. If you yeah. ever get stationed in San Diego, California... And don't you, live in California don't altogether. Live in California. Just, you know, I've grown up here... Yeah, you know what? I've just stayed in California for the last 23 years of my life. I've been here since the, when I was born and... You know, I honestly, me and my wife are talking about it, and it's gonna most likely we're thinking about moving to Texas. Do it. It's there's no state tax in Texas. No. And you know what? Hey, from what I understand, if you make two dollars, you make two dollars. Yep. It's it's just not. There's a lot going on here in the state, you know, and you, there's a whole bunch of stupid mandates that you have to follow. That makes no sense whatsoever, but at the end of the day, you just gotta follow them no matter what. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, I mean, that's another current thing that's going on too. I mean, we have this COVID, this Delta version of COVID, and look, we're, what we're at about a month, almost two months with no mask. Yeah, I mean. I mean, and now we gotta go back to wearing masks, which, look, man, I. I it was always gonna happen, regardless. Uh-huh. Like realistically, because we still wear masks anyway. Our fucking neck gaiters are our masks. Right. So it doesn't really matter that much. But it's also like, well, everybody else is gonna have to go back to masks. Right. Oh, one thing I do want to say about California: if you don't live in California, you and you have no idea what a smog is for your car. It is a California owning thing, and it is stupid as shit. So, if you come to California, first of all, do not come to California. Second off, do not own a car here. Unless you need to. And most of the time, you need to. Yep. That that little side thing over, I just really hate that about I understand. California. Well, yeah. I mean, look, man. I mean, that's good that you're mentioning it because it's... Yeah. No, we good. Hey, no, we good. Simmons. Thank you. Um, shout out ABH2 Simmons here. Um... We, uh, I feel like when I started this podcast, it wasn't just interviewing people and interviewing the rate or whatever. It's also to express, you know, how you feel about, well, you know, the current situation that you're in, you know, chain of command, the command itself, you know, here, Essex, uh, California, you know, anything like that, you know, and I feel like as well that. Unless you haven't been here, I, it's good that you should express it and share with it. You know, we're, we're going to give people, when we come back from deployment, we're going to have people not know a lot of things that they had to do here in California. And I would hate to be, I would hate to see that person suffer because no one's telling them all that. Well, one thing I can definitely say is you're going to need a car in, in, if you're in San Diego because you cannot get a car, going to get anywhere without a car yeah because you always run the risk of being um of being met by homeless people which is another big problem here in uh south california especially san diego but that's like a thing with any city realistically because i've been to new york you know i've been to new york pretty often so it didn't really bother me much but here it's a different breed yes right yes like it's here, just, it's worse. Yeah, look, we're having a lot of issues going on in California right now. We have, you know, COVID. Before not just COVID, COVID, not just, I mean, and we've always just been the stupid high-paying tax, you know, state. And, you know, we have everyone, everyone's trying to be woke and political. And honestly, man, I, I just try to live life. I don't care what you're what you think about this no disrespect there's a time where i do care 
but I try not to talk about it because at the end of the day, you're going to agree with you what you think is right, and I'm going to agree with what I think is right. Of course. And there's there's those days where, you know what, my mind just might change. Your mind might change. But until then, honestly, I, I, I want to talk about it. But California, here's a, I'm telling you, everyone's right in California. Everyone's right in California. Everybody's right, everybody's wrong. Yeah. Everybody is right in California, and everyone else around them is wrong and I, I hate it so fucking much I've it, it makes no sense but that's the only sense that makes sense it, you know what I mean like, no I get you this is precisely why every other state jokes about California yeah because I hate it y'all hate have it been a hot mess for the last don't, oh no don't consider years. me I, hey just consider me just a person not a Californian <laughs> another thing too <laughs> that yeah no yeah what I hate too is I'll never be that Californian that I'm uh, I'm a Texan now. No. Here's the thing that I feel like needs to happen. If you live in a different state, right? So I lived in California. I'm going to move to Texas. Um, I'm not going to consider myself a, Texas, a Texan until I've lived more years in Texas than I have in California. Well, you better start soon, or right. else it's going to stack up. Yeah. You're going to be an old man in a rocking chair just like, I can now finally call myself a Texan. Yeah, Also exactly. a smoker for 30 fucking yeah. years. I can't wait to try a good barbecue out there, cultures, good old sweet tea, and I need to go to a fucking Bucky's. What I've heard Bucky's. What the fuck is a Bucky's? You're just going to have to look it up. Bucky's is basically a gas station in Costco, but it's like it's, it's way better from what I understand. But, um, I mean, another thing, too, what do you think about the chain of command? We've had a lot of people coming up, I mean, leaving and coming, you know. So, chain of command has always been a finicky thing. There's mm-hmm. always a balance. Recently, that balance has been shooken up. However, give it a bit before you can get my genuine opinion on it because right. I want to see how it settles, right? right? Everybody's still kind of in a little state Every- of shock. Right. But... There will come a time when it's just like, okay, this is a clearly defined, mm-hmm. like, this is how it is, this is who is who, and then et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. right? So, right now, it's kind of all over the place, and I'm just like, I'm in, I am live in a state of perpetual yeah. anarchy, and I'm kind of just used to it at this point, because I give yeah. zero fucks about what anybody says, and I just do my own thing, because, I, realistically... People will tell me things that are contradictory to whatever the last person says. So I'll just use my head and just be like, yeah, I'll do this. Mm -hmm. Or I'll just think of some other task uh, that I needed to do or remember some tasks that I needed to do in order to avoid people. Because at the end of the day, I am an introvert in a place that does not allow me to be introverted. I cannot be away from people. So that's why most of the time you never see me. Right. In port, because I'm skating all the fucking time just oh, to be oh, yeah. away from people. Yeah. Honestly, oh, yeah. that's I, another thing. You know, I don't mind on meeting new people, but just me as an individual, I I don't trust a lot of people. I talk to a lot of people, but that don't mean I trust you or I fuck with you. You know, it just it makes the day go by faster, and also, you know, I I've, I I I really fuck with people who those who work and at the same time skate see when you skate in 24-7 for people that don't know the word skating it just means that you're not working you just are running away from work so you're here on the ship but you're just running away from work and it's really hard to find you um you know I've I've been guilty I'm not you know I'm not gonna sit down here and act like oh I've never skated before I've, I've definitely done my fair and will skate but there's people right now even at the workplace where you can't find them for shit they're always skating they're always you know yet they also are the ones that get mad about the the job not being done and they're like well when are we gonna uh, when's the work gonna get done when am I gonna go home when can I go see this this and that and I'm like well, you're not even helping out, so why are you complaining? If anyone, it should be someone who's working really hard. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, if you're working hard, then you're not really complaining about it because you just kind of lost True. the work. But that's also... 
this is one thing I do want to say. So if you think about joining the military and you like your alone time, like I do, like any normal person, like you enjoy alone time. You are an introvert. People just do not, like you do not like interacting with people. You need to be ready to interact with people whenever you think because I literally, like a couple underways ago, I would get constantly woken up by people asking me some questions as soon as I wake up. And I do not talk when I'm wait when I just wake up. I will just grunt at them or look at them. And that is it. And yep. over time, since I don't get my alone time, especially when we're out to sea longer, I just get quieter and more aggressive to people. So this is also a side effect of <laughs> not being a social person in an increasingly social state where you cannot find alone time or anything like that. <laughs> and no, I'm not talking about like alone time when like you're in Iraq and it's just you because there's still people around you. Yeah. Like there is no genuine time when you are in a room that it is that there's nobody else other than you except maybe the the fucking head and then that's a 50-50 yeah. shot like, at best. Like right now where we're recording it, usually we, I record this at a debar control but um, we're recording it in what is this? Basically the marine space? Yeah, it's a marine space. Um, where the marines work and um yeah, like there's nothing. There's times too during the underways where I just want to be in my in a room alone, just by myself. I do not want to see like no one's done anything wrong to me that day. No one's. I just want my alone time. Mm-hmm. I just want my my peace and my quiet. I don't want to hear a single jet go off. I don't want to hear a twenty two coming in. I don't want to hear yo we got fifty threes and we need people to tie them down. I legit man. I just there's days where. You, you know, yep. But that also comes at the risk of your job. Yeah. So, our job specifically, it's very communication heavy, people everywhere all the time. Oh, yeah. But you get somebody that, like, uh, let's say a GM. GMs can just sit in their shop all day, just tinker with guns, which was my goal. My goal was to literally just have yeah. my little portion in a workshop, just doing maintenance on guns all day and nobody bothered me oh, that yeah. was my goal that would have been my f- fucking dream yeah. and I would have enlisted for years on it for that shit oh, man. It, it is what it is man. um look uh <sighs> but yeah I mean real quick you know I know <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna try and wrap this up before we leave but I mean is there is there anything you wanna I mean real quick you wanna and all in all, you excited for this deployment? Or nope. You... I am not excited for this deployment at all. Coffee. I just want it to happen so that I can do nothing. Right. And then people will leave me yeah. alone. Hey. No, no, go ahead. Come here, come here. Come here. Hey, just go ahead and say it to me again, and uh, I'll tell it. So. I love you all here. Oh, he loves us all. Stop being so melancholy. Stop being so melancholy. Says. And disrespect, and which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to get on the podcast real soon. ABH three, ABH two. I am. I apologize. I forgot. ABH two, Carbo Home. I apologize. Man, I'm telling you, I'm I'm a straight asshole. I apologize for that. But um, look real quick. Is uh, we'll we'll go ahead and wrap this up right here. I appreciate your time and you know the your your insight. Your you know. Perspective and storytelling for what you had to say today. Um, is there anything else you want to add, plug, promote, um, one more shout out, anything like that besides your brother? Uh, maybe like wish us luck, maybe pray for us or some shit like that. You want to tell the people? If you think you want to join the military, my advice to you: go to college first. Mm-hmm. And if you can't afford college, the military pays off. You know what? Think about that. I'm actually going to start something. I'll start it off with you then. Um, what would you tell yourself? The per- What would you tell a c- civilian Selene? <sighs> looking back on everything that you've been through, looking back at everything that's happened to you, um, what you've been through personally, through the military. I mean, what would you? What would you tell civilian Selene? 
by for the job I actually wanted. I don't mind the Navy realistically because it brought me away from home, brought me to a place I didn't really want to go, but I didn't get a say, so it doesn't really matter. But it got me out of the situation that I was in that I didn't want to be in anymore. This is what you would tell yourself. Yeah. Face to face. Yeah. Don't be a dumbass. Just keep going with it mm-hmm. and don't take no for an answer. Right. Be persistent. Be annoying. Right. That's probably the best advice I could give that I would actually listen to. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Okay. That's pretty much everything that I could contribute to a younger me mm-hmm. where I talk to him and he actually listened to me. Alright. Alright, well you all heard it here, folks. Well, uh, as always, I am your host, Emma Macias. You know, you guys can follow me uh, on Snapchat, Miami198, my personal uh, Instagram account, ck 5 underscores 1998 Don't forget to follow the, the podcast, um, Instagram, uh, Forged by the Sea Pod. Um, and then, of course, uh, my personal Gmail is atmacias.brian.gmail.com. Uh, um, we do have a GoFundMe. You guys want to throw just a couple dollars um, for, you know, microphones, cameras. Uh, and like I said, uh, we are going to, hopefully, I will start some merch soon. I have been looking at companies. Um, I've been asking people, hey, uh, for designs, ideas for hats, sweaters, shirts, gym shorts um yeah so you know i really am looking into that uh i will leave the link uh on the in the bio for the gofundme page and for the link for the spotify hopefully soon um we will try and get this podcast dis- uh, distributed to uh apple uh podcast so go ahead and look up for that but other than that ABHAN Selene, I appreciate your time. No problem. And uh, like that, ladies and gentlemen, we're out. Bye. See you. Forced by Sea podcast is intended for a mature audience. Listeners' discretion is advised. Hello, folks. Thank you for tuning in to Forged by the Sea podcast, where we give you the tools before, during, and after you join the military. I'm your host, German Macias. And uh, real quick, I just want to give you guys a quick uh, updates. Uh, I have uh, made an Instagram. Uh, for Forged by the Sea podcast, uh, the name for that is Forged by the Sea Pod. Um, uh, I do need to update it, but yeah, go ahead and uh, follow the page. That way, you can get updates and latest news on um, uh, what what podcast or what episodes of the podcast has been published, and in case any other news. Um, also, I have started a GoFundMe page. Um, uh, it is called Forged by the Sea, um, yeah, just go ahead and, uh, I'll try and leave a link, uh, in the Instagram bio, um, just go ahead and send a couple of dollars, anything helps, get new mics, maybe some cameras, we'll go ahead and start video, start putting that up on YouTube, yeah, and alright then, besides all that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, my guest today is a very special guest, uh, from Fly One, from well, I'll let you. I'll let him tell you where he's from, ladies and gentlemen. ABHA in Selene. Hello, everybody. Uh, hello. And uh, real quick, uh, I, everyone always butchers it, but go ahead and how do you pronounce your last name? Sulane. Sulane. Right. Like but everyone pronounces it. Everybody Sulane. pronounces it either three different ways. It's Su- some people actually do Sulane the correct way. So I've heard Solane most of the time, which I Sulane. just don't care about. And then I hear Suline, which just annoys Suline, the shit out of right. me. And me, just being me, I usually call you Schlang. Just it works. It, it works. works. You're just like, huh? You, you you still know it's you. I I know it's me. And even if like, mm-hmm. even if some people have like, like they mispronounce it a bit, or they call like somebody else, and I think it's like, yeah, that's that sounds a lot like me. Yep. It's not me. Yeah, but no, yeah. I'll still respond to it. No, yeah, no, yeah. Because I I'm definitely just, understand. I'm just used to people mispronouncing my name. It's just like, I am person. I exist. Right? Hello. Right. No, yeah, I definitely get it. Versus, like, at boot camp, I remember, not just throughout boot camp, just, uh, I remember even going to, back then, uh, Christian camp, uh, I'd hear, not just Macias, 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 some guy at boot camp called me Marcius. I'm like, my guy, where's the R at? They're, you're adding a letter, you know? <laughs> like, bro, what are you doing, bro? For real, for real. 
But hey, look. Uh, first of all, thank you for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. No problem. Um, I usually like to tell everyone: um, Is there anything you know you, right now you'd like to plug, promote? You know, social media, anything like that, or maybe just give a shout out to anybody out there. Shout out to my brother. He just came back from a grueling fucking deployment. Great. And he gave me some solid advice, which I might lend to those here today. Okay, bet. So. Bet. Shout out to your brother, man. And uh, as always, not um, you can go ahead and now follow uh, the Forge by the Sea podcast, uh, Forge by the Sea pod on Instagram, or you can follow me on my personal Instagram, CK5 underscores 1998, Snapchat Miami198, and uh, my uh, personal email, 18 at gmail.com. All right, let's go ahead and get started. Let's go. Um, so let's go ahead and start from the beginning. Where are you originally from? Obviously, you're not here from California. Fuck no. Thank no. God I'm yeah. not from California. No, definitely. Definitely. God. But I'll get on my uh, opinion of this state quite later. Yeah. So I am from Rutherford, New Jersey, a very small town outside of New York, mm-hmm. most notably known for not my town, actually, town over, mm-hmm. having the uh, Jets and Giants Stadium, where New York Jets and the New York Giants play, mm-hmm. even though they play in New Jersey. Uh, so I grew up there all my life, and then straight out of high school, mm-hmm. I just said, fuck, I'm too poor to go to college, and I don't want to go in a heavy debt, because mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to pay it. Right. And so I was like, well, I only got the one choice. What's good? What's going on, Chief? What's up, Chief? And that would be the military. Mm-hmm. So initially, I was like, I want to join the Army. Right. And then ever now, granted, I don't really like come from a military family, right? Mm-hmm. So my grandfather was in World War II in the Navy. Oh yeah, my uncle was in the Marines. My aunt was in the Air Force. My brother obviously joined the Navy. Mm-hmm. So, so you have quite a little, like not too much, but just a bit of military background, I'd say. I have enough of it to you where it's just it, like yeah. I understand mostly how it works, right? And. So I basically just said, not joining the Air Force, because no, even though it definitely should have, they have much cushier lives. Right. Definitely didn't want to be a Marine, because, um, no. (laughs) Coast Guard is for pussies that don't want to leave, and I definitely wanted to skip town more than anything in my life. And Air Force? Air Force, nah. And so it was just either Army, Navy. Mm. So I'm like, hmm. Well, it's a tough choice either way. Mm-hmm. So, can you guys And so, so I decided, well, army doesn't have probably doesn't have the shit that I like, and mm-hmm. I also like boats. So I decided I'll join the navy. Mm-hmm. Big mistake didn't happen until I actually oh, signed yeah. my contract. Oh yeah. So, I, I threw my name out on the application thing. Mm-hmm. I got calls from all kinds of fucking guys, and then eventually I got my recruiter. Here's the thing. So you say you threw your name out there. So you you did this back when you were in high school or college or like? Nah, you, just you, like as soon as back when I was in high school. So mm-hmm. I never went to any sort of college. Okay, okay. So yeah. I was one of the many that was just like straight out of high school. I have no plans. Yeah. And right. And that was it. Yeah. So. The the way that I did it was there was, like, a little application thing that mm-hmm. I did on the fucking Navy website, I think it was. Yeah, I did that, too. Yeah, and then that, that'll that just put your name out to any recruiter, and yeah. then all of them will just be like, hey, you want to come with me and come with me? And I'm just like, I had a very hard time of saying no Yeah. originally, so, and then the nearest recruiter happened to be in Hackensack. Okay. So I'm like, okay. How far is that from you? It's about a 20 minute drive. Oh, 20 minutes. Okay. Half an hour with traffic. So I was like, eh. Yeah, okay, yeah. And he was very chill, but I also didn't like him because he called me bro all the time. Bro, yeah. I was very much like, hmm. Ended up screwing me anyway, but that's Okay, yeah. That's further on down. Oh, yeah. So, uh, okay, so you grow up from this I mean you have this background in, in you know from your family and whatnot you have insight on the military but I mean what personally made you want to join like like no like you didn't have to like for me I had a reason I had several reasons why I needed to join I didn't want to but I needed to 
The reason I wanted to join, as stupid as it sounds, I like the uniforms. And I really hate myself for that. I like the uniforms, and it was also like I heard all the good shit that can come out of being in the military. Right, but no one ever told you about the bullshit that comes with it. I mean, the bullshit I kind of expected, because, you know, my family was, like, very... They were they were honest right. about it, but like their military experience was like 30, 40 years ago. So it was kind of just like, well, it might have changed a lot. It might mm-hmm. also not have. It didn't yeah. change a hell of a lot. Yeah. And being in the military and working like the various jobs I did, I kind of saw, shit, this is exactly like how it is to be a real person. Yeah. So to me, realistically, eh, it's kind of a toss up between like real life in the military it just depends on the levels right of bullshit that you have to deal with right 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 but eh mm-hmm. so no, yeah I definitely get that um and so you, you go through this paperwork right like everyone does you know you're they're asking you have you done this you done that you got this this and that blase blase and then what so I mean I always like to ask you know for except my wife who was a guest on my podcast Everyone else, um, I always love to ask because everyone, like I said, has different experiences, different views. I mean, how was your MEPS experience? Terrible. Oh, no, yeah, for sure, for sure. The only, I will tell you very simply why it was terrible. Two fucking reasons. Right. One, I didn't get the job I wanted. Right. What'd you want? I originally wanted to be a GM because I fucking love guns. Right. They were like, we don't have GM. I went to my backup. I'm like, all right, you have QM. We don't have QM. Uh Did you score high enough for that? I scored an 87 overall. Okay. So I scored basically high enough for everything. Mm-hmm. So, and then I'm just like, well, what can you offer me? He's like, the best I have is MA. In hindsight, I probably should have taken MA. Should have taken MA. I probably should have. But I didn't, I, but he described it as, it's a cop. And I'm like, I don't want to be a fucking cop. If I want to be a cop, I would have went to the fucking academy. Because I would have yeah. passed that shit. Easy. Right. So that's why I didn't want to do that. Right. And then, you know, he showed me this. Yeah, and so you're so, joining. So instead, he offers you ABH. Well, he initially offered me AC, but I'm also like, not AC. <laughs> I didn't want to do AC because my brother's a fucking AC. So I'm just like, I am not going to do that because yeah. that is annoying and stupid. So I'm just like, yay, I will be ABH, I guess. Yeah. Should have been fucking Fuley. I would have fit in with Fuley's a hell of a lot more in order yeah. to do so, but. It's uh-huh. all right. I'm here now. Uh-huh. Which I think is the more important mm-hmm. part. And granted, this ship is right. fucking terrible. Falling right. apart. Held together by grit spit and a whole lot of fucking duct Wait tape. Wait to give all that juicy information because I know there's a... It's just a load of... All right. You all know right. what? That you'd love to give out. All that. And believe me, I think the listeners should be able to hear it. So... Yes. Okay, so what? Your, your Mets experience, right? You remember, like... I'm pretty sure it's like everyone knows. You you wake up at a hotel that morning, eat some breakfast, and I'm you know you line up at your res- respected branch, and then I mean, what did you do first? Because I'm pretty sure someone did something different. I remember me, I went straight to paperwork, and it was such horseshit, just the amount of time and effort. Honestly, to be honest, I don't really remember. Uh-huh. Like, but you remember when someone grabbed your dick? <laughs> Yeah, I remember. It was an old fucking Chinese guy. Okay, and, yeah. Like he he grabbed my dick, and it's just like he also <laughs> like I because I could somehow read his doctor's handwriting. Fucking terrible, by the way. The only thing that he put down, right, like in the little comments section, right, was, had nothing to do with my dick. It was a one word, I, chub. Did he tell you that? No, no. <laughs> it was the fact that I had acne scars. That's the acne really? scars. Yes, I have acne scars. It Jesus. It doesn't do anything. No, it doesn't. But it just exists, so he had to put it down on right, paper. Right. That's pretty much the only thing I remember from MEPS, right. other than, ooh, my roommate. He was an army guy. and for You had a roommate? Yeah, I had a roommate. Really? Yeah. Man. Yeah. I feel bad. It's all right. He, I had my own room. Now, fuck oh, that. Lucky you. Well, granted, I didn't go in the time of the great COVID. No, neither did I at first. Well, when did you sign? I signed up... Uh, so my paperwork didn't start till to about end of 2019, and about 2020 I started going 
No, I went to MEPS November of 2019. That's when you went to MEPS. Yeah, and originally my my original date was like April 28, 29, something like that. 20, 2020. So 2019 going into 2020. Um, but then around that, around April, early mid April, I get a call and my recruiter's like, "Hey, uh, uh, Simon Macias, um, unfortunately." Uh, you're gonna have to wait, and I went. That's perfect. <laughs> I said that's perfect. That's great. But I also have I'll, I'll get into that later. But yeah, so you you had a room. You had to share a room. Yeah, I, it's not the worst experience. He right. was an army guy. He was literally shipping out to boot camp the day of, like tomorrow, and I was just like, eh, okay. Like, hey, good luck, man. Yeah, that was pretty yeah. much it. Um, yeah. Also, Fort Hamilton is a fucking mess sometimes. So the, the one in Brooklyn, the maps in Brooklyn, is Fort Hamilton. It's an army yeah. base. Fucking mess. But um, oh, and that's a that's a worst thing too. Uh, I don't, I don't remember if our mess was at a base or not. But I do know that I do remember that it was just. See a good a good chunk of Fort Hamilton was just specifically reserved for the maps. Right, 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 and then the rest of it was a fucking army base. Right, so it didn't really matter that much, but it's just getting from the hotel to the maps is really fucking annoying. Right, because you know it's, I think it was like a twenty-minute bus ride. I really don't even remember a hell of a yeah. lot. The most that I remember from my maps experience, obviously the Chinese man touching my balls, um, me actually signing my contract. And doing the whole like, use your thumb as your use bio your thumb, signature yeah, that bio signature and getting shit, yeah. sworn in by captain whoever the fuck it was. I don't see. Know you're remember. that's another thing too. Is oh my god, I had a. I'll tell you this real quick. So, it was we got done and we're waiting to be sworn in. They're like, uh, they're um, they're like, hey, anyone in Na- everyone from Navy, um, because it was like towards the end of the day. So they wanted to get everyone done, like with the paperwork and the blood, pee, you know, uh, everything else like that. And then uh, they were gonna have us sign our jobs, wait afterwards in the in the room, in like the waiting area, and then call by branch and to be sworn in. So I remember we it was both Air Force and Navy that went into the to the waiting room, and then the guy was like. Okay, let's uh, let's do Air Force first since I'm from the Air Force, and he's like Navy, go outside, go outside, go back to the waiting room. I'm like yeah, 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 whatever, whatever. So he shuts the door, like not even like no less than five minutes. He comes back out. All right, Navy, come in, come in. So I remember he's having us line up by threes. I think there's like twelve, fifteen of us, something like that. And I remember he's getting ready to like swear us in. And he, as soon as he opens his mouth, he lets out just this deepest, and I smelt it from a bit, nastiest burp ever. But the sad part was, <laughs> he's standing right where where he is, and not even like three, two feet away oh. is a is like this girl that just gets full on spit and and fucking smell, and uh. she was like, "What the fuck?" Oh yeah, that was, yeah. I mean, we all giggled a bit, and then after he left, um, because he didn't know who was actually going to swear us in, we were all turned around. We're like, "Yo, what the fuck? Like, yo, this man's rude as hell, bro. Yeah, That's bro. a violation, bro." I'm telling you, man. But yeah, so Meps. I mean, how long? What time were you home by? Uh, fuck. That's a hard question. So, the ride up to Brooklyn. So, here's also the other bit that I remember about right. Meps: the waiting. So my recruiter, right. being the lazy guy he was, he didn't want to drive up to Meps. Understandably so. It's Brooklyn. It's like three or like two or three. Yeah. I was there. Me and another guy who was special forces. We were there till about like six. When the place closed. Right. It's about an hour ride with traffic. Hour ride back. Yeah to the station yeah and that's a half hour ride back home mm-hmm. so realistically I got home at like fucking nine and I had been there since fucking four in the morning four in the and morning I just and wanted you can die you cannot sleep I, I, know, I, slept, were, I slept really easily honestly 
Really? Yeah. Uh, no, wait, like at the Mets building? Yeah. I, I fell asleep for a solid oh, hour, hour and a half. Oh, man, you're lucky, man. I remember no one was allowed to sleep. So, that was the, probably, that's the part that I remember the most. It wasn't necessarily the worst part, because mm-hmm. I just got to watch a bunch of fucking Blade movies, right. which I didn't mind at all. Oh, yeah. I hadn't seen those movies in ages, so oh, it's yeah. just like, okay, good refresher course. Right. But that's pretty much everything I remember. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, when was your ship out date to boot camp? January 28th, 2020. Ooh. Oh, yeah, COVID hadn't hit then. Well, I mean, it was still, it was spreading, but it hadn't, I don't think it even hit no, maybe so the U.S. COVID hit America by that time. Like, we had that guy in Texas, like, for, like, Patient right. Zero in Texas. Right. And then, like, one guy in California, and that was it. And then it just yeah. spread everywhere. Which is actually interesting. So, my boot camp is extremely different from pretty much everybody else. Because, because you went through COVID boot camp? No. I didn't. Uh-huh. So realistically, what happened with that was we got there. We all did the normal bullshit. Night of arrival, P days, you know, getting yelled at. Had to do P days twice. Twice. I got asthma. Oh, let's hear that. I was was a fucking fat fuck. (laughs) Really? Yeah. So I couldn't run. How much much did you weigh then versus now? uh, Well, I don't know how much I weigh now, but I weighed like one... I hit my mark, so I weighed, like, 170-ish, like, 175, like, on the upper end, right? So, when I got there, the thing is, is that I have, I had neither the endurance nor the muscle to keep up. Also, I really couldn't because of my fucking shin splints. That is important later. So, I do it, and I go with my first division, Division 130, which Mendoza was in, fun fact. Yeah, so um, he's followed me here ever since. Fucking weird. So I do that, and then one thing I will never forget the day before we do the run, um, they're having A Rock uh, uh, tryouts. I didn't want to be A Rock. And they found out that I was a singer. Oh, God. Wait, how did they find out? Did you tell them? No. Someone told them? No. Literally, they had us doing uh, fucking um, anchors away. Oh, okay. And so, they and what were you like, were just hitting like a G note, just uh, <laughs> they were like, "Does anybody know how to sing?" And I raised my hand. It's just like I know the song, mm-hmm. and do you want me to teach it? They're just like, "All right, show us what you got." And then you're just wanting to teach the song. You don't care about actually like yeah, this. I, this isn't American Idol. This isn't. Uh, what is it? X, uh, X Factor. Yeah, is it that X one. Factor? Yeah. I just wanted, because it annoys me when I hear people sing off or wrong, so I just couldn't, like, I tried my best. I'm a terrible fucking teacher. But the second class that's in charge of us, MM2 Post, I will always remember him. Mm-hmm. He literally looked me dead in the eye. He's like, why didn't you be A-Rock? My dumbass said, I wanted to hold the flags. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Jesus, have mercy on you, bro. Yeah. I was like, I wanted to hold oh, the flag. Oh, my And God. then he wasn't wasn't faced at all. He said, you're A-Rock. Congrats. Huh? And then you get asthma? Yep. What? Then I get asthma next day. Oh, uh, for what? Run. Okay, that's right. You had the run. Yeah. Okay. So, and you didn't then, make it and what? You just... So, then I went to Steps, which is um, the running program. You run three times a week, and you get three tries, right? You do that, uh... Uh, one of the drill halls. I yeah, no, yeah, you're basically going back and forth to the, like, beeper or whatever. The, yeah. You get to beat so, it, yeah. And that's what it was, and on the third time, I made it. Third time. Had a running partner. Mm-hmm. Can't remember his name, though. No, I remember what he looks like. Can't remember his fucking name. But I made it. And I also met a lot of the friends that I made in boot camp also in there. Yeah, they're still on lockdown. So, So, yeah. Then, I joined Division 141. 141. Which is my actual division. Um, And you went through P-Days all over again? Yep, I went through P-Days all over again. Now, we're talking like peeing in the cup, redoing your shoes, or just like you had to go, 
with I had them. to exist in their space while they did that. Right. I just had to tag along. I already yeah. did all the paperwork bullshit right. and stuff. Right. And I already did the run, so yeah. whenever they did the run and shit, I just sat off to the side reading my little recruit manual. Yeah. Oh, and that okay. was... I yeah. hated reading that thing so much, man. I think I still actually have that shit at home. Uh, I might I too. That. I'm not too sure. No, yeah. I think I threw mine away. And then uh-huh. I made it to that division, um, which, wow, that was a real f- fucking turn of a division. Right. They, no, yeah. I remember never. real quick. I remember I had a. I was in ROM and this guy Beadling. Shout out to the boy Beadling um, and Footman. Um, he uh, Beadling had told me, uh, "Listen, uh, you should try out for Laundry PO." And I was like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "You rarely, you rarely get the beatings." He's like, "You're always doing laundry, twenty four seven, whatever, whatever." I was like, "Great, bro." Within, I I didn't even finish right, and um, like I got fired. Damn, bro. Yeah, I got fired. And the very next day, no, no, no. So I get fired, and I meet my, my replacement. So they're like, "You're still on the." So basically, it's like you're this. They're like, crew, but "No, you're no, not yeah, you're on the laundry crew, but you're not the laundry in charge." Hey, bro, that's just as good. And on the next day, they did the pins. Oh, boo, fucking. Yeah, boo. no, no, no. It was just funny because it was just like, oh, no, no, no. Believe me, I didn't really care. Yeah. I just thought it was funny because they were just like, "Bro, you could have gotten a pin." I was like, "Please shut the fuck up, bro." Like, I don't care. Like. Yeah. It it's, yeah, yeah. it seems important because somehow man. too like it don't matter what position you are at boot camp they still try to up you yeah in some way they still try to tell you how to do things or whatever and I'm like didn't you just get beat yeah for talking back like I want to say but like then again too like I don't mind the help I'm like yeah you know go ahead or whatever and like two also too um say someone was SIQ I'd always be like hey uh chief or petty officer we we need I need an extra hand so and so is SIQ for a couple of days. Can we get, you know, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. They're like, who do you have in mind? I'm like, I want so-and-so right here. Yeah. All right, cool. You, and, uh, you actually, yeah. like, told your fucking RDCs, hey, this guy's on laundry crew now? Do you know what we did? We just yeah. grabbed people. Yeah, no. Well, no, because they always were like, you need to ask us first before permission, blah, blah, blah. It was weird. Fuck Look, no. My RDCs were, they were cool, but, yeah, they were like, at least ask first. And I was like, all right. Fuck no. So... I get to my actual division. I lie low for the first couple right. of weeks. And I just don't want to do anything. And then they're like, we need a male PO. I immediately shot my hand up because I'm like, male is the best job. It and, was. Oh, yeah. And oh, also, yeah. my friend from boot camp uh, in uh, my division, uh-huh. uh, AT, ATI, no, and Voss, if you're listening to this, mm-hmm. what's up, girl? Um she also became uh, she became the actual male PO because we were a female led division technically. Right. So it was a uh, sister div, right? No. So no? just our compartment was the female compartment. Oh, okay. You, you know. Okay. I'm trying to get where. I'm just saying okay because I just no no like I people that have like have the normal boot camp experience I will say they'll understand. So so like so out of the whole entire compartments. So the leading bro- one is the female one? So it's broken up like this, right? Okay. So we have the two divisions, right? Right. All the males live in one division. All the females live in the other division, right? Right. And then, so the males of one for one, we lived in the in the male birthing. Right. That was technically where one for two lived. Right. Right? So anytime that they had, like, something important to address the division, one for two would always gather there. One for one would always go to the female birthing. Right. Therefore, technically she was the male PO, but like I existed. But that's not the only job I had. I had many other jobs. Right. I was the man of many hats. Oh, believe me. I knew a guy like that too. And he, he, in a way, he gave out a vibe that he just knew everything because he did everything. But it was like, bro, you still are a piece of shit. No, I gave out that vibe. I definitely did because I'm incredibly arrogant if mm-hmm. I'm giving if I'm given like positions of power mm-hmm. and I know me so and at least you're admitting it versus him he was like no I'm not admitting it no I definitely am and definitely can yeah. um, so during that entire time I also became trash PO great fucking job I love that job bro let me tell you something you're a trash PO during boot camp that's like the best that's like not really the only time but like randomly 
You can get some fresh air and some sunshine, yeah, maybe bro. some uh, a little bit of like uh, it was you know great. what I'm saying, like clear your head, like yeah, just like you're alone for a bit. Yeah, and it's great and yeah. it's rare. Uh, trash PO, male PO. Um, I also was PO? weapons PO. Weapons PO. Yeah. So remember, like when towards the end where we all after went to um, gun training. And we, so we started having gun watches in the compartment. Where okay, did you have armed. the fake gun? Yeah, we had the fake gun. Okay, guns. we never, see, due to COVID, we can have that. Really? Yeah, they okay. took that away. So, let me explain that to you. Basically, just we had a fake gun, and I was mm-hmm. the one that usually used to oversee the turnovers. I fixed them, like, a mm-hmm. couple times, because they just kept getting damned. Because they're, they're not fake guns, by mm-hmm. no means. They're real guns. They're real guns, but just used as, uh, yeah, with no bullets. Yeah, no it's just bullets. empty. Yeah. The, the clips are empty. There's no firing pin. They're they're the piece of shit guns that are just broken, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I fixed a couple of them, and then my first class is like, "Good weapons for you now." Like, mm-hmm. do I have a choice? No. Okay. Great. That was it. Yeah. And then they made me a rock. Again. Yes, this division made me a rock because my chief needed people to learn how to sing anchors away. Guess who raised their hand for a second fucking time? Because he didn't learn his lesson the first time. You. This dumbass. Right. So I did it. Uh-huh. And then he brought me in to the shark tank, right? Mm-hmm. We had the second class, the first class, and uh, Chief sitting there. He's like, uh, show us what you can do. Right. And so I did. And after that, mm-hmm. he asked me where I'm from. He said... Rutherford, New Jersey, Chief. He's just, mm-hmm. and then my second class, just Jersey boys. Because, mm-hmm. fun fact, my chief is also from New Jersey, mm-hmm. and he grew up twenty minutes from me. Nice. The fucking odds. So yeah, and that lasted all of three days mm-hmm. for the reason of my leadership was sit shit in their words. Mm-hmm. But we had an MA who was a form who was the fucking a seal drop. Mm-hmm. So he just got everybody to listen. So I'm just like, okay, I don't have to do shit. Right. And then they gave it to a guy that hid under beds during um, IET. Oh. He literally, like, he would go under the rack yeah. while we were all getting dropped. So nobody knew. And it was great when we heard that on Amnesty Day. Mm-hmm. Um, then pretty much, oh, I also became the central part in a secret love letter ring because I was a male PO. What? Yeah. So, my friend that I mentioned before... She liked one one of the guys in your division or what? Yeah, and I also liked one of the girls in the female house. And Jesus there was another Christ, set. buddy. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Mm-hmm. You don't know... <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I'll. You don't want to know. It was fucking terrible. But that's another story. Uh But that happened. That was an event. And then we did battle stations. Right. Battle stations was all right. It kind of. It dragged the fuck on. That's what it certainly did. Real quick, what was your favorite evolution? Favorite evolution, battle stations. The whole thing? No, 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 no. not a battle station. You can't spoil it. You signed a page too, buddy. Okay, my I'm friend. talking about like throughout whole, the whole entire boot camp. Was it the swim, mountain spike, live oh. fire, firefighting, anything? Which one? Sam T. When we did the practice gun shooting. That okay. shit was fun as fuck, boy. Oh, with the laser? Yep. I love that shit. Yeah. And, but. It's funny because I'm, I'm in no way the best shooter whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But when we did the Sam T. Yeah. I sucked ass ah. so fucking much. When we did the live fire, yep. I was doing so good, and I think we were on the last. Um, oh my goodness! Like the last uh, last uh, set. Last set, yeah. Like maybe second to last set. Mm-hmm. And I kept shooting. I swear to God, I don't know who's in charge of live fire, but with all respect. And no disrespect, fuck you, because I know I didn't shoot the goddamn ceiling. 
yet they blamed it on me. I know that for a fact. I know I went straight to the target. There's no fucking way that I shot the target and it hit the ceiling at the same time. There's no way. So fuck you. I'm sorry. We continue. Wow. Um, no, it's bullshit. I know, I know I hit that target. I know I hit that target. Hey, bro, I was two points away from getting expert. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I didn't fire a fucking round because I'm like, I have time. Nope, didn't have time. My buddy, actually, uh, Gomez, shout out to Gomez, man. Um, he uh, he was uh, doing, like, the points and counting, like, the, the shots, whatever. And, you know, he had marked my yep. uh But I never got to see it. He was just like, he goes, hey, man, like, you're a really good shooter. And I was like, bro, I, I got, <laughs> you know, whatever it was, like, disqualified, you know, whatever. Yeah. He's like, no, bro, like, you had four headshots. And I was like, really? Yeah, but you're not supposed to be aiming for the head. No, 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 that's the thing. And I'm like, I don't, we weren't supposed to. He goes, still, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm like, look, man, that that's great, but... I, I failed either way. He goes, it's all right, man. You can, you can qualify if he goes if, if you get to the fleet. Yeah. And I'm like, you're an asshole. <laughs> uh, we did that at the end anyway. Yeah. Um, the only thing I will say about um, boot camp is, if you know the USS Cole incident, think along those lines. Mm-hmm. So uh, then we after after uh, boot camp. No, actually, I'll do the graduation. So, graduation ceremony. Right. Did you have one or not have one? No. We got a speech from the fucking CMC when we were in our fucking dubs in the fucking compartment. And they loaded us onto a plane down for Pensacola. And boom, you're at ABH. You're there for ABH go for like two weeks. So I was there for three months. So, you were there for three months. Yeah. You'd already done the... You already done your school, though. Nope. No? So... Maybe, wait a minute! Maybe. Wait, wait a minute! You're telling me you weren't enrolled for the for three months? Nope. And then you finally got enrolled? Nope. So here's what happened. Uh huh. Went there, got enrolled. Rolled my ankle real bad, and since I have a habit of injuring myself, I rolled my ankle. And I'm uh-huh. like, "Fuck! This really hurts." So I went to medical. They gave me a LLD chip. Uh huh. I was dropped from the class like a weekend. I'm like, "Okay, whatever." And then the next time they send me up, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So I spent, I want to say, about a good solid month kicking around the barracks doing nothing except being a yeoman. I love being a yeoman. What barracks were you? Uh, Lincoln. Lincoln? Lincoln Barracks. Okay. Fucking great place. Due to COVID, due to COVID and, like, supposedly the barracks being... Not really overrun, but just like they ran out of room. Oh, yeah. We, we had to go to the Grove Barracks. We had to go to the Roosevelt. So that happened the same thing with us. Uh-huh. So initially when we got down there, because COVID, we were put in the Roosevelt. Yeah. Right. But, and all the girls had to move up, right? Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Same here. But what happened, apparently, varies from source to source. Either uh, MTIs caught some guys with some liquor, or they caught some guys and girls fucking, which always happens. Always. They caught it in the barracks. It always happens. So it was like... No one's innocent. No one's innocent. So they were just like, fuck it, kick all the males out. So I walked with all my shit from the Roosevelt Barracks all the way to the Lincoln Barracks. You know what I felt bad for? Like, thinking about it? It was like, I'm pretty sure there was that... There were those guys that they had a lot of shit. They bought a lot of shit from the Knicks. And, yeah, you, you were one of them. And you had to just carry all that extra shit to... Your next barracks. I had an entire... You know my black backpack? Mm -hmm. I had that thing Uh devoted entirely to snacks. Not mentioning my sea bag and my garment bag. Yeah. And also my personal bag of shit that I got from my brother, who was also in Pensacola in the Lincoln Barracks at the time, which led to a lot of fucking confusion because people cannot differentiate between one Sulane who is... Shorter? Who is... 5'9", 180, not muscular at all, versus one Tulane, who is 6'3", muscular as shit, tattooed to the... Tattooed fucking everywhere, has glasses, and a better fucking demeanor overall. They could not differentiate between the two of us. So a lot of people came up to me just like, hey, bro, can you sign this off? Because he was the watchbill coordinator. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I am not your watchbill. Please go away. Right. That happened all the time. I believe it. 
But I like Pensacola. It was really mundane. It was chill. And I got to play games and just be left alone for most of the day mm. when I didn't have school. Because literally, went went to the fucking schoolhouse, <laughs> stayed there until like 8 or 9, mm-hmm. came back, did right. nothing the rest of the day, had my shift overnight on the weekends, and that was it. And I'd work for two hours overnight, uh-huh. watch anime the rest of the time, and try not to fall asleep. That's where right. I fell in love with energy drinks, fun mm-hmm. fact. And then I came to this boat. Right, so, real quick, just before, did you uh, did you get to do the two weeks off? Nope. No, you just came straight here? Yep, wasn't given a choice. Uh-huh. Because that was when COVID was in prime time. Yeah. So, I came to this place, my flight arrived here July 12th. The day after the uh-huh. BHR caught fire. The day after? The day after. Uh-huh. When it was still smoking uh-huh. and burning. For those who maybe don't know, um, the BHR is uh, the bum hard or short. Uh, what number was it? LHG6. LHG6. Um, it caught fire uh, last year, right? Yeah. Uh, it caught fire. Oh, yeah. Uh, it caught fire last year. Um, we... Uh, and a lot of uh, what I heard that it's it smoked up the pier a whole bunch, you know. Uh, no one died, but uh, we won't give out exactly how it happened and what happened. Just know that a ship caught on fire, and it was there was no way that that thing was going to be repaired or ever coming back. So, yep, it was in the yards for a while, and then I think after one of our underways, yeah, they decommissioned it. Yeah, so I arrived. And the BHR was still smoking, and my family was hella concerned because they were like, "That's your ship." I'm like, "No, no, it's not my ship. My right. ship is the other one that's there. Right. That's the one that's not on fire, conveniently." Right. So I got there, and uh-huh. I arrived. I want to say at like eight, nine o'clock at night. It was late. Right. And who, uh, who, uh, who came and got you? Uh. Chief Morris, who was the chief up here, uh, but he was going recruiting, so they were just like, and it was the weekend anyway, right, so right. they were the guy that he called. He came, picked me up, uh, drove me to the ship, that was it, and God. Here you are. Yeah, there I was. We were left on uh, RIMPAC, which is a two-month exercise uh, yeah. that week. Oh, also, I broke my phone the first week of Rimpack. Ouch. Fun fact. And then I went cranking that same week. I never understood that, like, why when people that just got here went cranking. Realistically, it... Well, I know why we did it then. Uh-huh. I know why I went then, because they were shorthanded up here. True. And they couldn't spare anybody that was, like, more senior. So right. they were just like, well, he has nothing. He just got here. Might as well send him. Right. Which, by that logic, it makes a lot of fucking sense. Right. Considering they just lost a bunch of guys anyway. So, mm-hmm. they sent me, and I was in the wardroom with the officers. And I got to realize, officers are humans, too. Yeah. That was pretty much it, because I realized, like, hey, these ensigns, like, yeah, there's different sir, ma'am, bullshit nonsense, but they're not that much older than me. Some yeah. of them are, like, the same fucking age. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter that much. And one of them, who I'm pretty good friends with, who shall not be named for the sake of both of us, mm-hmm. we we just candidly talked most of the time. It was a lot of, like, uh, fun shit. And right. it was pretty easy doing that. It wasn't anything hard. I didn't have to deal with Marines yet. So... It was right. pretty easy. And then I came back up to the deck. Uh-huh. The flight deck, yeah. And... That was certainly something. Right. So, I don't really remember my first time, like, going out. Because it's all a fucking blur. Because mm-hmm. it... Over time, I kind of just stopped counting the underways. Like, I don't know how many underways I've been on. Mm-hmm. I genuinely just... All of the days kind of blurred together because right. we would work into the night and then wake mm-hmm. up at fucking noon just to do the same thing again. So I just mm-hmm. kind of stopped counting the days just because that was too much effort uh-huh. and I counted them 
by what movie I was watching uh-huh. because that was the only thing that stayed uh, semi-consistent uh-huh. throughout most of it. Right. And you know. yeah. And then uh, what? And then afterwards, I mean, that's it. Just most recently, all these mat, all these underways that we've had, all this. Uh, what else? All the. Uh, Maintenance and stuff. Maintenance that's been going on lately. I mean, we got deployment uh, around the corner. And yeah. Everyone's on edge right now just because, uh, I mean, there's a lot of things going around, you know, and with this COVID going on. I mean, it's it's a real shit show going on. It's, uh, it's always been a lot of shit. I mean, realistically, I didn't have high hopes for this deployment in general. Excuse me. Because, uh... The most that my brother got while he was in uh, the Mediterranean, he got, you know, a couple, he got, like, baseboard, right? Right. Uh, And now I find out that our port is going to be even more limited as to what it was. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, hmm, well, this is going to suck. So it is going to suck. I just, I'm just beyond it at this point because realistically it doesn't even matter just as soon as these grueling seven months, probably going to get extended, so eight months. As soon as those are done, we're done for two years, and I don't have to do shit. Right. Which is what I'm looking forward to, the whole not doing shit part, even though I sort of like my job when I actually do it. Right. You know. So that pretty much brings us to the present on my story. 